On this week's episode of Bungalore on the Bus, we talk about a fake floating cinema. Say that three times fast. The city just released their new budget, and there's a giant, massive district taking over the world. What's it called? City District. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I just want to watch boys eat corn on the cob. Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. How, how, how do you eat corn on the cob, Brendan? Carefully. Carefully. Provocatively. I thought you were going to say whole. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I just eat it all at once. Oh. And then spit out the innards. That's an interesting way. Thanks. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here on Bungalore and the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods, like Ivanhoe Village, where we are tonight. We are. We are hanging out at El Matador. El Matador. It's not El. It's The Matador. Yeah. I, I put the, the it's too Spanish. Much. Yeah. The. Yeah, you didn't need to do that, though. But I took Spanish in college. I don't even think there's a the. It's just Matador. Oh, Matador. It? No. It says, I'm looking at a t shirt right now. Oh, okay. It says The Matador. Well, then you're fine. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. You're winning at life, John. You're welcome. <laughs> What's your week been like? Uh, I've been working on a project that okay. I'm, I'm really close to being done. I'm really excited about this. Probably will come out next week. It's about our sketch artist. Oh, I thought you were going to say you were going to murder someone. What are you no, talking about? No, no, no. It's okay. about our sketch artist at the sheriff's office. And like the the life of a sketch artist? Well, it's it's how that process works and okay. how, how, you, how you describe a suspect, how you draw it. I've been working on it for a while, so I'm crinkly excited. Crinkly eyes, he had crinkly eyes and a wide set nose. A little bit like that, a little yeah. more, a little more technical, but that'll come out next week. Did you sit through the process? Like, yeah, no, you- no, no. I, I had a celebrity that I picked, and I had him draw it without him knowing who the celebrity did was. Did you do it from memory? I did it from memory, yeah, just like a, a witness would do wow. for a crime. But like- you, you look through books and binders, and you pick out eyes and nose and mouth oh. and all that. Yeah, that's how it works. That's kind of fun. I feel huh? like I used to do it as a kid, like with little slides. You'd make like monster things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like a face. Uh, this is a weird mouth. Like how, a, was, how was your week, Brendan? Huh, you know. Busy. Yeah, just running around, touching butts. And yeah. Taking That's names. pretty much half of your week. Work half my week. week, yeah. It's just touching. Ran. Yeah, I haven't been arrested yet. Knock on wood. <laughs> well, <laughs> you stay in or- Orlando jurisdiction. We'll get you in Orange <laughs> County if you come over to our part of the county. I did do a. Uh, I did a cooking video with Chef Mariano of uh, Buya Buya Gastrobar. Oh, because they. Who, have you ever met him? I, yes, we've done a show there. You just every time we go there, you just stare oh. at him the entire time. I I feel terrible because you're <laughs> supposed to be looking at me, <laughs> right? You feel, you feel left out. Yeah, I'm oh, like eyes nice. over here, Brendan. You're my you are my st- heterosexual life partner, John. We see each other once a week, which is just great. the right amount of time. One of my longest relationships, <laughs> and I think it's because we don't see each other every day. Yeah, yeah, no, it's great. Uh, <laughs> Chef Mariano, they're selling paella kits. At Booyah Gaster Bar in Winter Park. And so you buy the kit for like 18 to 20 bucks. You can get wow, seafood. That's a good deal. Really good deal. If you want a paella pan, because that's, it's, it's actually, that's where they get the name. It's named after the pan you the cook The pan it in. is the hard, is the big pan. Flat. Yeah, and flat. Uh, they're selling notes for another 20 bucks. Okay. And so they so gave 40 me. 40 in. 40 in. They gave that's me one. That's still like how much one paella is. So Generally, you good. go out to a bar, yeah. But yeah. So like you get the pan once, you could keep buying paellas and be 
cooking all the you time. You know that I've I've heard some stories about paella where that the crust you get yes. on the rice and the seafood that's the hard thing. That's that's what's hard to do. I messed that up because I didn't. Well, anyway, he he walked me through it. We did a Zoom cooking session. Yeah. Where, did he get behind you like in ghost? Oh, like wish. like a pot oh, or anything? Oh my gosh! But from a di- from a distance, he he did it for Booya, and I did it for my kitchen. You're like I messed up again. Come help oh, me! Oh, I'm not good at stirring. <laughs> Can you teach me how to stir? And he has this thick like Argentinian accent. Yeah. And yeah. You're like it's hot in here. Thick as his beard. Oh yeah, I was sweating because he was just so hot. And so I made a video out of it. It's really funny. It's basically me. It's me slobbering over Chef Mariano. Uh, for I, I half did an forget hour. to say, I went to Kabuki. Oh, Kabuki Sushi, which is so good over in, on Sand Lake, not the not the East Colonial, oh, okay. one, the Sand Lake one, because the East Colonial one's the one where it's like the sushi lady with the chopsticks and a tiger. I think they're renovating that one too. Oh, okay, yeah, but I went to the Sand Lake. It was super good. I tried. Uh, what's the sea urchin? Umi. Yeah, umi. I tried that. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. Just okay? Yeah. What did I mean, it, it taste was, like? It was probably great there. Was it salty? It tasted like the, salty. It tasted like the ocean. Like, it did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like super ocean. Tastes like drowning? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I don't like that. I don't need that. Have you had that before? Umi? Yeah. I haven't had it for a long time. I'm allergic. I developed an allergy to shellfish uh-huh. since I lived here, so I haven't tried sea okay. in a long time. Does that one count as a- Yeah, as shellfish. A, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. But you can eat sushi. Uh yeah, if it's like tuna or salmon or something, they got ribs there too, which were delicious. I want to eat everything. Yeah, yeah, it's so. really hard for me to not eat it. Uh, we also are working on our street furniture initiative. We're going to be releasing some furniture for restaurants to help increase outdoor dining options. And there's a lot of places that we work with that just have a sidewalk, but maybe a table would just take up too much room. Has anybody really nailed this since coronavirus started? Like outdoor dining? Yeah. And who? Oh, locally? Yes. Like, is there anybody you can point to and be like, they are, they got it. Like, well, we are... just recorded at Reyes. Well, they've I always they had did... it, though. I'm saying somebody that maybe didn't have the outdoor dining. And I don't just think so. Ramping it up. No, I don't think so. And I, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but like Thornton Park is doing that ongoing street party thing at the Osceola cul-de-sac by World of Beer. And I think that could have, it was supposed to be like a, a litmus test, a pilot test to see how you could do it here in Orlando. So they just gave them this whole little like polyp of a street that nobody drove on yes, to make it into like an ongoing safe, uh, socially distant outdoor area. But they're, it's so boring, and there's not, like, any umbrellas. It's just a bunch oh, of tables yeah, and chairs. Oh, yeah, we're in Florida. Yeah, you, you need to you do need some that. placemaking. So I'm hoping we can start that conversation. And, and we're, we're even talking about parklets that you can tow on trailers. Yeah, And just like put that. alongside, like, in a parking spot by a restaurant just to expand outdoor seating. So that's the kind of stuff that we're working on. Uh, and we're revisiting the Milk District milk crate furniture stuff, too, that we, we got in a award from the awesome foundation for that like a year ago and then you TG sit on that Lee's, money like, yeah we just sat on it man sat on it but well tg lee was sold so we were gonna they were gonna be a sponsor and give us the crates you got a thousand bucks right yeah just All, a thousand, that's the awesome foundation which, which is basically supplies right and so we were hoping to get the supplies for free and then tg lee sold and our contact went away so we couldn't work with tg lee take them from Publix. We bought them. We just bought a whole crate. We got a local woodworker. We're putting them to work to to make them for us. All right. Yeah. So we should. I, just, have those I mean, too. I know restaurants are dealing with a lot of stuff. Bars as well. 
I just I, I haven't seen somebody just like really crush it when it comes to outdoor stuff. Yeah, even all fairness, like, even it's the middle of the summer, so it's true. Tough, but like an outdoor evening thing would be fun. And and I and again, I keep picking on Church Street, man. But church, that's a great thing yeah. for Church Street to be doing. You can you close down the street anyway. Make it an an ongoing picnic outside trouble is you you know there's a balance though like you do it outside and you make it cool you don't want too many people to show up because that ruins the whole socially distance well if you're monitoring how many people you let in Uh uh-huh just like you would an event yeah then you're fine true yeah that's how you're gonna make sure you're doing temperature checks and Ah, we could go on forever. But True. That's what I'm thinking about. We didn't we didn't mention that if you like what you hear tonight, go to bungalower.com and uh, read it there. Also, yeah. follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And then your Instagram is John Just John Bustegger. I'm the only John Bustegger in the world, so <laughs> you can find me pretty easy. The only one I want to talk to. Uh, the city just released their new budget. Billions of dollars, I'm sure. Well, you know, close, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot of money. How much is it? I don't know. It's in the hundreds of millions yeah. for sure. Yeah, right? Maybe more. Maybe more. I would say almost a billion. Probably. It's a big yeah. city. A lot of people. Yeah. Well, bed taxes and stuff. I don't know. Well, those are the the hotel taxes are not going to be doing yeah, so good this good. year. But we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. What are they really paying for? You know, new ballet buildings? Like, come on. What well, they we- have to. Yeah, the yeah, hotel yeah. taxes go towards more. Yeah. Tourist things. Pulse museums and, yeah, like, if it was going towards transportation initiatives. But also those tourists pay state tax and when they, they do. their income, or not income tax, but uh, uh, sales tax. Oh, my gosh, this is so boring. Nobody all right, all right anyway, do what I- are we getting? <laughs> what are we getting? The, uh, so they, they've shifted things around and a lot of it is in response to the Black Lives Matter yeah. movement. Uh, creating a new, they've, they're creating a new position. They love creating new jobs yep. at the city hall. All this extra money, they're bringing more jobs. Let's do it. So this is for an equity official. Yeah, and it will be their job to make change and further racial equality in everything our city government does. I think it's a good idea. I don't know if you do, Brendan. On paper, it sounds awesome, but like, why don't they just? Why do they need a position to do that? Why do they just say? So I'll tell you why. I think there's a lot of times people don't understand. Sometimes there's things they do that they don't understand what they're doing. So what I mean by that is possibly there's programs that the city has that they put in certain neighborhoods that maybe right now or maybe forever, maybe in that neighborhood, that's not the most important thing. So. So what I'm saying is sometimes no, you that have makes perfect sense. Well, you have ideas that you think, oh, these are great ideas for the city of Orlando. Well, they might be. But like maybe right now, just making sure people have housing is the most important thing. And right. so we're putting it out there to uh, certain communities that, OK, we I'll, I'll give you an example. This is this is one that I, that I think might work. Is, I love examples. Well, think about think about charging stations uh-huh. for electric vehicles. So if you put those in every single neighborhood in Orlando, right. on paper, great idea. Everybody everybody should be charging their electric vehicles all over the city of Orlando, right? Uh-huh. uh-huh. But then maybe you step back a little bit and you look at equity and you think of of income levels and income inequality. Is that the most equitable thing to do right now to to spend money to put it in every single so neighborhood? You don't, so you don't put an electric charging station in someone's neighborhood because they're poor? Well, 
but but to that point though, Brendan, how many people in that neighborhood have an electric vehicle? I don't know. So so I think these are things you think of. Well, now they can't have one because we didn't put a charging station well, there. Well, but but is that the most important thing today to work on? No, but if you're working on an initiative to do it anyway across the city, why would you let something like anyway? This doesn't matter. But these are is, these are equity these are equity questions, right? <laughs> yes, and so that's so I love I that they're I'm paying somebody else to think about it, so I don't have to. One size does not fit all to every single place in Orlando. That's true. So, <laughs> so maybe this person's job is to think about those types of things when programs are rolled out. So, okay, another... And hiring and all that. Speaking of programs, they're going to expand the Paramore Kids Zone. Yeah. Yeah, into uh, Holden Heights, Mercy Drive, and Englewood. So, so wait, I'll go back to my other point. Like, that's a good question. So, what is... is, Maybe explain Paramore Kids Zone for people that don't know. It's like an after-school program that Uh was happening in the uh, old armory building in Paramore. Yeah. Right next to where Creative Village is now. They kind of tore down half the building that it was in, left the core one. I actually used to work for a foundation that was in that building. They did an after-school program, which I think was even better. It was like a literacy program uh, for the kids. Otherwise, it was just kind of like a free-for-all. Yeah. But I get it's basically a safe space for kids to go after school before going home. So does that program need to be in every neighborhood in in Orlando? Uh, I would argue something like it could be in every neighborhood. All right. We have... But if you have limited, do- but if you have limited dollars, you have to put your money where it well, is most. These effective. are only going. You can tell they're targeting neighborhoods of color, uh-huh. right? Holden Heights, Mercy Drive, and Englewood, Paramore. Yeah. Uh, I would argue that those are neighborhoods where residents have been pushed by development in Paramore already. So they're kind of just following that group of people. To continue to provide it. It's interesting to watch anyway. So keep your eye on that. Other things they're going to be funding are uh, an increase in mental health and social service professionals that will be going on calls that involve uh, individuals experiencing homelessness or like mental crisis. Oh. So those kinds of calls. With the police. Yes. Yes. For the OPD. I forgot to say, when you asked me what I did this week, I went on a ride along with with a deputy. Okay. Yeah. What happened? Oh, it was wild. It was it was wild. Can you talk about it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I tweeted all about it that that like night. You were live tweeting your yeah. I, I live tweeted the whole thing. Oh, right. I didn't on my personal. I did it on the sheriff's office. If you guys want to see a whole rundown, you can see the rundown on Bungalow. Right? Yeah, but it yeah. Was, I mean, I, I I did this because I wanted to see what it was like to to be a deputy on a Tuesday night in East Orange County. And uh, it was like I said, it was we had like domestic disturbance. Uh, there was one call where a uh, mom wanted her couldn't figure out if it was her daughter or her stepdaughter kicked out of the apartment and she was living there and she wanted her out and she didn't want to leave and brother had to come along and they were arguing the whole time and and so in that position what does an officer do stand there and make sure that nobody gets out of hand because the the daughter was allowed to be there she had lived there like a month and a half so she was a resident of the apartment and so they determined that maybe it was better to leave that night, get your stuff. And so they stood there and let her get her stuff out. And so she could go stay with her. Brother. Yeah. 
And then they started arguing. They had to. They had to say, "Ma'am, you need to stay inside. Let her do her thing." And, and what do you do? Like lean I on the car? There. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's funny. So they were all in their uniforms. Uh-huh. I was in, uh, you know, like a shirt, like a nice shirt and like nice shoes, all that. I looked like the supervisor. <laughs> I wasn't at all. So but, were they looking to you as like an authority? Uh, were they waiting for I you to butt I, in? Every time we went to a scene, I think people were like, "Well, who's that guy?" Because yeah. he's not in a uniform. But I mean, I didn't say like, they don't oh, give I'm you the like a lanyard that oh, says I had my badge on civilian. It says civilian, but if you don't know, you don't know. Yeah, you Mine's different. Badge. Mine has six points. Theirs has five. So oh, is that what to look for? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yours is like a satanic symbol. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and theirs is okay. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, all kinds of calls. We went to one that was a overdose. Man died. Oh my God, John! Yeah. Are you Happens okay? Every single day, are multiple o- times. Are you too. okay? I'm okay. Yeah. Did you see a dead body? Oh yeah, yeah. I was ten feet from it. Did you poke it? Huh? No, I didn't no? poke it. Yeah. Good, because you'll get haunted. I know. Don't touch them. Wild night. It was a wild one. Do so. What do they do? Do officers get to like talk to someone at the end of a shift? Is there like a like? Are you a force to like decompress? No, I mean like this is every day. They the work. Things that they, they work. Suck? Every single day. I mean, they can talk to each other, I think. There is, There are services that the sheriff's office and I'm sure OPD and other agencies I offer. I it should be like an everyday thing. They, like a dear diary. You already, I mean, to be honest though, Brendan, you already make these men and women work 12 hours. You, you think they're going to sit around at 3 in the morning? He, if, got off at two, he got off at 1.30 in the morning. So you do video and stuff for them. What if you set up like a confessional? They do some of that when they're really traumatic stuff. Okay. I do know that. Yeah, yeah. But when then, like 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 child yeah. things, yeah. Yeah, they'll do that. They'll talk it out after. Ugh. Not right after. They might do some sort of round table discussion. I used to date an undertaker. He wasn't really an undertaker. He worked at the undertaker place. And <laughs> so what was he? Like a janitor that he was like the collector? Like, okay. He was the guy that would be sent out to like fish out the bodies and ah. stuff. Yeah. I was watching a lot of Six Feet Under when I was started dating this <laughs> I feel like I manifested him. And uh, and his sense of humor was so skewed and all of his friends from work were just so wacko because they had to deal with like trauma every day. Yep. And then they but they weren't really dealing with it. They would just internalize everything. That's I mean, I, I mean, I can't speak for every right. police officer across the country, but I mean, that's part of it, too. And and we do have like I said, we have services. We tell them, you know. If you're feeling whatever, make sure you talk to somebody oh, okay. if you can. Anyway, go follow that. It was it was a, it was an ex- interesting night. I'm going to do more coming up. Are we doing okay? We still got time. Uh, are you following the strike team stuff? The I, strike I am team not. Hullabaloo? I am not. So Orange County Mayor Demings uh, just announced that he's going to be sending out like social distancing strike teams. Okay, why don't they just work with the uh, Gatorland and get that swamp aid? Get the swamp aid out to like, hey, too close, too close. Well, they're taking notes. They're not going to be like citing anyone, oh. or like, but they will take back reports to the task force that will like then take matter into their own hands if it's something that's extreme. So if they see like a bar that's at a hundred percent capacity, which is not here. It's just you and I right now just here got, at the Matador. <laughs> which, because we we forgot to say, you can come here and get drinks and take them to go. It's a package store. Yeah, right they're now. doing package store, which is what a lot of re- bars and restaurants are doing. They're a bar, but they they're selling things to go, so you could get like an old fashioned in a bottle for cheap, cheap. It's a few drinks worth in a bottle and bring it home, and it's a craft bar, so you know it's good. Yeah, uh, but other bars and restaurants are just sometimes. 
I don't want to name names, but there are some things that are qualifying as a restaurant, but they operate as a bar. And so people come in and camp out and just drink their face off all day. Uh, these The strike team yeah. will go in. Like com- Applebee's. <laughs> if you want to go drink sure. all day at Applebee's. If, if, if you, they let me, I might. Uh, it's for the Florida Health Department and county employees. And they'll just be going in and taking notes. And then you could get yeah. fined later. So people are kind of like up in arms about it they're like hall monitors really yeah they right? got their t- they got their tape measures tape measures <laughs> clip rulers like an old like a nun yeah a little stubby pencil shoved in their hat gotta leave room for the holy ghost leave. <laughs> <laughs> so they so say funny. when you're dancing in middle school too close <laughs> not in my in canada it's yeah. so funny nobody because this is so not <laughs> christian at all um the orlando orlando just gave an update on a bid they have to be a city for FIFA 2026. Oh, 2026, yeah. Right? They it, did this back in 1994. We hosted some World Cup games here way before my time. Yeah, well... I was yeah. alive, just not here. No, I wasn't. I was just born. <laughs> Spring chicken. Uh, FIFA World Cup is going to be doing something on the continent. Yeah, right? it's North America. And, and all of North America, and Orlando wants to host some of the games. Yeah. So they have they just had this big virtual session, and it looks like it went well. Yeah, I mean, we got at least two places they can play. I'm sure they want to play at Camping World right? because it's bigger. They yeah. have more seats, but you could play games at the soccer stadium. Orlando City Soccer was part of the the bid yeah so and plus you have lots of practice facilities out at disney if you need to do that as well well they're kind of proving like if mls is here already nba like we we can host this actually that's probably where it would be is like espn World. i don't think sports. they would play the no they play the big game out at, at camping world because they want fans there they need sixty five. is that 000. you can fit more people in yeah there's no there's no stadium out at, at i don't have ever been i don't really, really? know what it looks like yeah. oh it's like they just have a bunch of fields because they're supposed to be meant for High school and college and and all that. All right. Well, we're out of time now. Come on back and we're going to tell you about a floating cinema. I can't wait till this comes to Orlando. It's probably not. We'll tell you all about it. Hi, thank you so much for inviting me today. I'm Karen Buckaloo, nurse practitioner and owner of Boutique Medical Clinic. We are a female-owned small business opening in the midst of a pandemic to help our community. Boutique Medical serves ages 7 and older for all of your routine medical needs as well as aesthetic services like Botox, Dysport, Dermal Fillers, and Aqua Gold Microneedling. We want you to look and feel your best from the inside out without the stress. And by not contracting with insurance, we're able to keep our fees low. We have 20 7 million people in the United States without health insurance and now an extra 5.4 million not insured because of the pandemic. So it's very important to me to provide access to health care and affordable health care. We have very affordable fees and very economical memberships. In addition, we're offering accurate COVID antibody testing. And this is not a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, drive-through swabbing or poking. It's an actual medical visit with your COVID antibody testing. And we want to make sure you understand your results. We're located in the Mills 50 district inside Dr. Phillips Specialty Pharmacy by Fresh Market. You can call us at 407-777-2449. And I look forward to meeting all of you. Thank you so much. 
This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Have you been curious about Tai Chi, but were too shy to attend a class? Try an intro class in the comfort of your own home. Tai Chi takes place July 25th. Meet the authors of Braves Win in a virtual event on July 30th. The authors will discuss their book about the Atlanta Braves capturing their third World Series championship in 1995. Learn the basics of Norse drawing and wood carving while discussing the culture that used the art form. Crafts and Culture is a virtual event on July 30th. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm the vampire offspring of Tilda Swinton, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. Was she in a vampire movie? Uh, yeah. Which one? I think she was also in this recent, that TV one with the uh, Concords Boys. Oh, that, that show's so funny. What we do in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, That's a funny one. You're right. She was, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. She's amazing. She's a good I'll show. follow hey, her anywhere. We are here at The Matador. On Virginia. Yeah, and they're open. They're a package store. So if you want to get some crap packages, <laughs> you want this package, you come on into the Matador and get it. You can get some old fashions to go. Uh, we have some special cocktails that are going to be available just for Bungalow or Buddy key hold holders. Uh, I'm not one yet. You won't give me a key. <laughs> I'm going to give you the one off my key today. I don't want it. Yeah. yeah. I don't want it. No, you're going to get the one that I've been it. carrying in my back pocket this I don't whole want time. It. <laughs> you want your own? I want my own. All right. If we're talking about our new buy local-ish keychain that unlocks deals at participating restaurants all over town. If you want to get one, just make it a donation over $20 to our Support Us campaign. That's bungalore.com slash support hyphen us done yeah and we'll send it to you you like change you want it in quarters nickels nick i don't care dimes. as long as we get 20 bucks okay yeah pennies all right. i'll take it all all right even canadian pennies because they're not making them anymore uh, re- oh that's right they just round up or down don't they yeah man that's gonna happen here one day no it won't yeah it will people don't like change they think it was un-american if they you think so i oh, want yeah. my pennies i want those our forefathers made <laughs> pennies and uh, I don't want to live in an America where there aren't any pennies. What am <laughs> I right. supposed to put on a train track? They'll make them. Oh, yeah. Forever. They should make them out of, like, potato chips, though. That way, <laughs> well, that way, you know, <laughs> you're not, you know if you're hungry, you can eat your penny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before the break, <laughs> we were talking about that floating cinema. Yeah, so a bunch of news outlets across Central Florida wrote about this floating drive-in, floating movie theater. Yeah, because someone did it in Paris, right? Yes, we talked about that last Floated a a screen, yeah, because I wanted you one. Like little bumper boats. Little bumper boats. Yeah, and I I will say I saw Fox 35 had shared it. Oh, yeah. And it had like 10,000 shares on Fox 35. It went... 
it went viral for everybody. That's yeah. why Wes saw it happen. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to write about this. Too. Yeah. Everybody wrote about it because these guys sent out a press release. They're like, we're an Australian production company. We're touring this yes. concept around the city. Had a everywhere. great photo that they could use. Yeah, a beautiful little rendering. Like, uh-huh. everyone used it. Nobody so so it. when's it going to be here, Brandon? It's not, it's not going to come. Orlando Weekly, I didn't write about it because I was like, I just doubt it. Yes. And then Orlando Weekly did a whole post about why it's not coming. Basically. That was great. It was That was a very good story that they did. I agree. Good That's, job. That was great. So David basically, Potkin. basically, it's, it's all garbage. Like, they don't really a, do these. They're an email farming thing where you, because they're like, it's coming in September. We're not sure where. Sign up for our e-newsletter. Uh-huh. We'll give you an update as soon as we have one. And, and so then they probably everyone did it. sell those emails to some other company. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's genius idea. Right. And then also, they probably get on the back end some sort of ad revenue from all the people that click on those stories oh everybody's looking yeah. at yeah and, and so, you just said ten thousand shares oh yeah which means, every share is like another yeah. 200 people and so not only are you getting people's addresses email addresses right you're also getting them to click on whatever so if you make a penny off everybody tracking data cookies they know what that. you were looking at the whole day you and know you can just put out the most ridiculous things yeah. to local communities and make money off And this of has happened before with like that Pokemon theme bar that was supposed to come last year. Clearly didn't happen. And but a Lego theme bar that never happened. That never happened. We have freaking Legoland here. If you want to go to Lego themed anything, you can just go. Just But everybody writes about it. And yeah. they all want to go and they happily hand over their email. And then it's, when it doesn't happen, they're like, oh, well. The reason people write about it, I say people, the reason news outlets write about it is because what I said earlier, it, it's basically all served up on a platter for somebody <laughs> who's sitting at their computer. They say, oh, all right, this story's written for me. Yeah. Oh, they sent me a really great image. That's going to look good on our Facebook uh-huh. page. Let's just regurgitate this, throw it out there. John, you and I talk to people all the time about how to write press releases, how to work yeah. with the media. Yeah, it's a clear lesson. Yeah, and what do they care? Do I mean, I mean, it, to them, it's news. I mean, news, I'm putting that in quotes. To them, it's news because somebody's putting it out there. They're just reporting what these other people yeah, said. Yeah, but there's an issue in that. They're oh, not no, talking I about it being pre- sent to them as a press release. They're not talking about, hey, someone reached out to us and gave us this information. They're just presenting it as like, this is what we've discovered. And this is actually agree? happening. Yeah, and it, and it's you don't probably know. not. So, yeah, bless uh, Orlando Weekly for finding that out and sharing that information. And literally any of these news organ- organizations could make one phone call and be like, yeah. when's this actually going to happen? Oh, it's not Maybe happening. in September. Yeah. We're just and trying and, to and you would out. be like, well, maybe this ain't right. Right? Yeah. So but, like, but, and then the radio stations everybody's talking about. I was just yep. on Jim Colbert, and he brought it up. You know, thinking that it was something that we could talk about. Hey, that's exciting. Yeah. Easy story. Everybody wants to hear about this because he probably saw the headline as well. Yeah, and, Western and Fox thirty five wrote it. I just saw my buddy in Austin shared what because it's like a local alt weekly in Austin. They got triggered. Yeah, fooled as well Why and not? i was like dude not happening here's the orlando weekly story yeah yeah you guys need to settle down yeah um i would like to do it we have a vendor that has one in california that they want to bring out for us to do uh i would love to do it at lake eola where we could just use the swan boats maybe add some more and then have some seating on shore if you're not in like the vip boats but i i think it's i think it's an easily not easy but it's doable it's doable here. We don't need an Australian company to come. No. No. And you could also do it at somewhere like Lake Ivanhoe or even Lake Conway where you just, if you have a canoe or a kayak, you can come out and just yeah, be on the river, on, on the lake. I think that's super cool. Yeah. 
So we'll see what happens. All right, we should do that. Paddleboard. I love it. Yeah, maybe you could rent a paddleboard. Here's a paddleboard. You rent it. Yeah, stand up paddleboard. Stand up paddleboard. You can sit on it, though. You don't have to stand the whole movie. Go do Lake Eola, and then when you come back, you can just camp out. But they don't let you do stuff on Lake Eola. They ain't going to let you kayak. No, I meant to say Lake Highland or Lake, you know. Some other lake will let you do that. Yeah, I had a moment. Maybe you just get a wealthy person that lives on a lake to show the movie from their backyard, (laughs) and then people can just bring their kayaks. Well, this, sure. That's easier. That way you don't have to get a floating (laughs) screen. And you just face it towards the lake. Yeah. Boom. We just solved this. Why are we so good at I don't know. (laughs) We can talk to Lucky Meisenheimer, who does the Lucky's Lake Swim. Okay. Have you ever done that? No. I've never done that either. Just paddle with a purpose, that you know, great you kayak. Know what I'm talking you about? No. Oh, they do. He great swims name. every every day on his lake. They've been doing it for like 30 years. Locally? Yeah. It just makes me think about that guy at Greenwood who's buried there cause, and he died at 80 because he was swimming across Lake Killarney or something. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, yeah. yeah. So sad. You don't. You can't fool with that stuff. No. So well, he drowned in. No, but he, he swims every day. He's fine. <laughs> um. Anyway, if you're a sponsor and you want to get in on that, let us know. We'll okay. make it happen. We'll yeah, get, we'll make it happen. If you, if you own a boat company here in yeah. town, give us uh, give or us a kayak a, company, cut us a check for 1000 bucks. We'll put your name all 2, over 2000 2000 We'll get all the people to come out. 5000 No, 2000 <laughs> All right, 2000 yeah. But like, I'd like four $2,000 sponsors. There you go. Uh, Church Street, Main Street, is now the City District. Ooh. Have you been following that? A little bit. So we've touched base about this before, John. We knew that they were wanting to expand it to Paramore, right? We knew that. Uh, But the Church Street, Main Street has done us one more, maybe four more. Just they are enormous. Throw all in the pot. They they're calling them regions now. Church Street covers this new Main Street district is Church Street, Paramore, Orange Blossom Trail, Creative Village, and uh, the Central Business District. Whoa! Right? That's so like, a lot. All of it with one director. They're hiring an assistant director who will be in charge of Paramore, with the idea that Paramore will split off and be its own thing. But I don't understand. I don't understand. I got opinions. That every, that yeah, it, you do. It's my soapbox. Okay, here's my soapbox. Um, they're hiring just anybody for the Paramore one. It well, needs to I be can't someone imagine from, they're hiring just anybody. It's open. It's okay. an open process. They okay, well, they got it. I'll tell you, Brent. It's, a, it's probably it's a government position, so you got to open it to everybody. I don't think it is. It's city-funded, but it's not a government position. No. Most of them are separate nonprofits that I still are think you subsidized open it by up. the city. I, this is a... The, Yes. Okay. Fine. All right. Anyway, fine. I it needs to be somebody from the community who has the community's best interest at heart, especially with Paramore. They've had a Paramore Main Street district there before, but the past mayor got rid of it. All right? right. Right before they put in the Amway Center. Right. And then there wasn't one in place when they put in the soccer stadium. So it's been halved and like cookie cuttered out. There's not much left, but there is a really cool downtown of Paramore with like oh, there Hurley's is. Flower Shop. That's is. right. Hurley's Flower Shop. Beautiful historic buildings, which you don't see in many. Actually, no. I would say most of the main street districts that we have in town. You just don't see buildings like that. Yeah. So 
And, and how long has Hurley's been in business? What? 40, I think 40. So Hurley's is a flower shop. I did a feature on it for a project I did called Orlando 60. I think, I want to say she's almost at the 50-year mark. Okay, I feel it like it's 47, I think, when I did it two years ago. I just want it. It needs to be somebody who's going to preserve it and amplify it, right? And, and not somebody who's just going to be there to hold the hands of the larger interests, uh, like the entertainment centers. Yeah, well, they're different. They're totally different. But they're all in the same district. Yeah. And it's going to, and I'll tell you, they're just going to do whatever the dollars tell them to do. Uh huh. Unless they have something ingrained in them that they need to look out for that community. Yeah. So that's, I'm worried about that. OBT, I don't understand why that's not its own thing. Um, Creative Village is a privately run space why is that being folded into a main street district as a region when we have been talking about how the city has been treating the hourglass district since it started yeah right why is that suddenly okay it's one person who owns creative village craig usler who we've had on the show uh-huh. great guy yeah. loves bungalow yeah i he very he's a great urbanist he he i i love everything he's doing but does that fit somehow underneath a Main Street banner now? It just find I just find it really interesting. Yeah, and I I mean, could you could you package? Let's say there was a Paramore and Orange Blossom Trail District. I mean, I feel like I those two, two could go. You don't you think those two are different? Yes, really. And yeah, because most Main Main Street districts are retail, right? It's retail strips. That's that's what you're looking at. Okay, it's, it doesn't include. It shouldn't include residential. Um, and I think Paramore's needs are very different from what OBT's needs are. OBT, Orange Blossom Trail, is a fast-moving, commercialized corridor. Yeah. I don't see Paramore like that. Paramore is is a it's more mom and pop. Like, I don't know. I just don't see it like but, that. But would those be the closest two districts though if you did make them two separate ones no well like ivanhoe and mills 50 go right up to each other over all at 1010 right. brewing all right yeah you know, they're yeah. very close um College the other Park. question is what would you make the obt district would you make it from colonial to i think it's colonial to gore okay because eventually it becomes the county right okay sabupa the semeron uh <laughs> business whatever thing which is now gateway they just hired a new director. That's huge. It is huge. But that's it's kind of the same thing as OBT. It's that's just, true. Right? All right. I don't know. I don't know if anybody cares. Maybe you start with baby steps. Maybe you do make them all one, and then as they grow, they, they branch off. Why are they doing this? Why? Everyone well, else when, got to when start all their the powers up. combine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! You know I'm <laughs> I know you love yes. Captain Planet. Anytime you say Captain Planet, I have to say yes. <laughs> and speaking of Main Streets, they just launched a new website called localorlando.info. It just goes live on Friday. Rolls today. off the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> and I know they already have a Main Street Orlando Main Streets dot org website. Was localorlando.com taken? I assume. Right. I guess the bad dot info. It's yeah. got to be all. It's going to have guides, like neighborhood guides, events, and it's going to be marketed towards visitors, uh, hopefully like staycationers, people from like other parts of Central Florida looking for things to do downtown. Yeah. Uh, there should be. I mean, going back to our other conversation, I mean, you think about College Park and, and Ivanhoe and Mills 50, they all have their sort of quote unquote signature events, same as uh, Milk District. 
and, and you're right. Like w- when you think of Paramore, like they don't really have like a signature event, meaning like uh, outdoor festival or something. You know how Ivanhoe has this jingle eve, and and well, College Park has. I jazz. would argue Electric Daisy Carnival. But that's not. But that's not a local <laughs> event. Not, I mean, they do that in Las Vegas, right? Um, so anyway, I mean, it would be nice to see something that takes parts of that community and makes it into. It was the site of the first interracial baseball game. Yeah, right in the South. How cool! Like, they could do a baseball game. Do a baseball tournament. Yeah. I would go to a baseball tournament yeah. at Old Tinker Field. I don't think there's a field in Paramore. I don't know. Tinker Field? Gone. That's, well, well, the bleachers are gone. But technically, the that's on the there. other side of OBT, so that, that's not Paramore. Oh, it is. Camping yeah. World. No, you're right. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if anyone's going to... Did you see the 106.7 is doing this thing with uh, Orlando Law Group? No. They're... they're they're helping teachers set up free living wills. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before, before so we can. I, I will it. say, like at the sheriff's office, they offer that service as well. Was this in, in direct? Uh, uh, I guess protest to to COVID nineteen. I don't know if it's in protest. To in it, jest, but it's tongue in cheek. Tongue in cheek. Trolling. But also, they're trolling. They they be trolling. Uh huh. And and uh, one zero six seven. They're smart. They they know people are going to pick up the story. We did. Yeah. And uh, they got a good client. I think they're doing it as a promo for the law group. And, and it's smart for the law group. To I think do so it. too. I think that's a good way to troll. We're the talking world, about it. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We talked about uh-huh. teachers and things having to go. They don't know what they're doing with that. I mean, right now, I they, think they're doing they, 50. They're, they're splitting. You can do virtual school. You can do. The final decisions today, but we're, we won't have heard it by the time but, this airs. But a lot of parents are, are opting to keep their kids at home. And do you like a, there's like a chimera approach, right? A virtual school and a little bit. They, yeah. they still stay registered in their local school. Uh and there's like a it. seat for them if they want to go back or something like that. Yeah. You know, one option I have not heard, and I'm curious about your opinion about this, okay. Brendan. Outdoor school. Everybody gets the year off. <laughs> every student in every grade. You're in sixth grade this year. You know what? Everybody gets a year <laughs> off. Just chill. Yeah. As this thing passes, you're in sixth grade next year. But you got to hang out for just a whole year. Uh, nightmare for parents, right? They're, but they don't have any responsibility. They just get to hang out. They don't have to worry home? about their... Yeah. The parents still need to make sure the kids are looked after. Well, I mean, what do, what do you think they did 200 think, years ago? I think we keep seeing like a 30%, 40% thing of parents that want their kids to go back to school. Yeah. And I keep hearing it's because they, they can don't, still read they can't at afford home. They don't have to just well they just can't afford childcare. You can't just okay. most you're thinking no, like kids that are okay to monitor themselves. No, there's but, a there's way more like yeah. social economical uh, yeah, issues with all that. You can't just say that, John. How dare you? All right. <laughs> but maybe. Yeah. But it's valid. Well, I mean, I, I've heard these arguments where like, well, if we don't go back to school, you know, where are kids going to eat? Where are they going to get child care? And, and there was a superintendent. I think he was the superintendent of the Los Angeles district. Right. He's like, look, like I understand what school is, but school shouldn't have to be that. School really shouldn't be. I, I under, Once again, he understands the challenges of the people that go to the Los Angeles school. But school was never meant to be the the caregiver all the time. It's just happened that way, and and I'm gra- and, and he was grateful that they do that. But this was a larger issue in the world. I was reading about how during the Spanish flu epidemic, yeah, uh, a lot of schools just went to outside 
instruction. Yeah. Right? And I know, yes, it's hot. But, like, for most of the school year, it's not as hot it's as summer. It's not hot in December in, in Florida. No. So just you could extend the summer, right, a couple yeah. months. Send and then them. just concentrate the schooling to cooler hours send and them you, back to uh, send them back in october yeah. and i'm not saying like in the middle of a field you could there's tons of pavilions there's ways to you're right i mean you could get creative the the other the one issue with that though is there are some safety concerns probably plus there's a lot of students it's not like it's a schoolhouse and little uh-huh. house in the prairie but you there's got a, but there's a way to kids. incorporate that idea especially with virtual schooling where you could be teaching in groups Still facilitating larger groups like what they do with uh, homeschool get-togethers, yeah, and making sure that they're still getting some on hand, hand-on-hand, face-to-face instruction yeah. that doesn't take place in a enclosed space. I mean, I, I, I'm not gonna lie; I'm thankful I don't have children oh that I have gosh. to worry about these things. I think every day I think that I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, gay people can still have kids, right? Yeah, by accident. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's a uh, Florida Film Festival has been rescheduled. They have a new list of their 177 films. Go check that out on bungalore.com. I'm not going to go through it all. There's a whole bunch. The Holden Hub Food Hall is opening in Edgewood. That's a, a new food hall, grocery store, deli, outdoor dining area, beer garden. Uh, a lot of slashes. And that's a sentence. lot of slashes. I didn't write about it because it's not in our coverage area. Where is that in Edgewood? Uh, Any idea? It's an old retail mall thing, I think. Daily City wrote about All it. All right. I have to look. I think Sanford opened one, too, recently. They did. And our buddy... David Martin. Just went and checked it out. Yep. I've been there. Over at Fox 35. Greenery Creamery has an out. Oh, okay. Has a satellite thing there. And actually, it's the same... One of the owners... Of Eola General, open that up. Nice. In Sanford. Sanford's hopping, man. I almost bought a house up there. Should have did that. They have the uh, Airbnb boathouse there, right downtown. Really? Yeah, you can rent a boathouse on Nice. Which I'm all about. Yeah? If someone wants to just give me their boathouse, you can have boathouses in Orlando City Limits. Really? Yeah. Does it, anybody have one? No. Really? I know. You could be the first. I would love to do it. Yeah? I know somebody that lives on a boathouse. Really? Yeah, it's in Holland, oh. but... <laughs> I would do it here. Okay. We're running out of time. Uh, everybody's talking about your buddies at Getting Messy, the barbecue place. I know. He's been on Skypes and, and getting featured all over. What's the gas station? It's a Sitco gas station. And like North Hall Road and Aloma Avenue in Winter Park. Getting Messy. Getting Messy. Go check that out. Uh, City Council just honored Councilwoman Commissioner Patty Sheehan for 20 years of service wow. with the city insane you could have ran against her i'm not gonna run against her she's got it she's got to retire before i run against her okay yeah, but i All would right. run she just i mean so she, i think she has four more years on this current term that's great she'll never she's gonna uh-huh. she'll, she'll never leave okay you gotta tow her away okay uh national geographic is producing an animal kingdom park program on disney plus if you want to know about the behind the scenes with the elephants and stuff you'll be able to watch that soon uh, and then I don't want to talk about Yelp. That's so sad. We're almost out of time, but I have some events we could talk about really quick. If you're okay with that. John. I am. What's going on? I, can I just sit at my house or I got to go do something? There are things you can stream from home. We have that ongoing ETV guide. If you want to stream some cool workshops, just go to bungalore.com slash events. You'll see it. There's baby goat yoga. You can oh. do yoga with baby goats. They wildflower should mail you a goat. 
so you can at least have one at your house. I want a fainting one. You clap and it falls over. Alpaca yoga. You could do yoga with alpacas. Can I do yoga with my cat or my dog? Sure. Okay. Cinema in the sky. They're screening hidden figures. That's one about women of color who had a role to play in NASA. NASA. Uh, that's screening 8 p.m. Friday on the top of the Geico Garage. Over oh, in all right. That's cool. Super cool. Uh, Christmas in July, there's a live concert with Christmas rock band The Yelves over at Ace Cafe. I saw a thing online where bands were playing outside of tall apartment buildings. I love that, too. Yeah. I think that I would love to do that 55 kind of 55 West, we get a band that plays right by where Graffiti Junction used to be. We're out of time. There are even more things to do. Go check it out at bungalore.com. I'm done. Thank you, The Matador, for hosting us. Matador. Come uh, get a beer here and take it home and drink it. Or a cocktail. Get an old-fashioned, an old-fashioned in a bottle. Tell the bartenders we said holla. And that's all we got to say. See you next week.